everybody, Chuck Arfine here. Welcome to the White Sox Talk Podcast, brought to you by Wintrust. Okay, on opening day in 2019, the White Sox were 75-1 to to win the World Series. Basically, they had no shot. Everybody knew it, and the odds reflected that. But here we are, almost two years later, and right now, the latest odds for the White Sox to win the World Series are 10 to 1. And the odds of them winning the pennant and the division even lower. So here on the podcast, we're going to dive into all of this. What do you think about 10 to 1 odds for the White Sox? Lower than the Twins, the Mets, the Astros, the A's, etc. And what does this say about what people think about the White Sox outside of Chicago? And if it's you, would you make that bet? 10 to 1 for the White Sox. And whether you gamble or not, we love making predictions here on the podcast and looking into the future. The past, that was tough with the rebuild. And where things stand presently with the White Sox, it's exciting. So if I can do a podcast to talk about a team, your White Sox, that has 10 to 1 odds to win the whole darn thing, bring it on. Podcast it is. And it's coming your way. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. got a chance to do something real special. All right, sit back, relax, and strap it down. It's time for the White Sox Talk Podcast. All right, I am here with Vinny Duber, and I'm here with Ryan McGuffey. And the White Sox, there's some buzz now with the Sox, obviously. This whole offseason, there's been buzz. And now with the addition of Liam Hendricks, we wanted to see, okay, what are the odds for the White Sox to win the World Series? Well, right now, guys, they're at 10 to one to win the World Series. This according to our partners at PointsBet Sportsbook. The Dodgers are nine to two, to repeat. That's four and a half to one. Yankees, five and a half to one. Padres, eight to one. Braves, nine and a half to one. Then it's the Sox. So, Ryan McGuffey, what do you think about the White Sox at 10 to one to win the World Series? You, you spend 10 bucks. If they win it all, you get $1,000. Oh, no, you get $100. Great you math, bucks. Yep. Yeah, really good. No, I was told no. I was told no math. Uh, well, from the teams you listed, Chuck, the if I mean we're talking to win the World Series here today as we tape this, the only team on that list that I say like I'm viably concerned about like is the Dodgers. So, am I making the bet today? knowing that Liam Hendricks is now on board and the White Sox arguably have the best bullpen in the game. Yeah. I think there's value there. And 
at 10 to one, knowing all the things we know now and know and, and not knowing what's ahead. I think those quite those teams above that you, that you talked about outside of the San Diego Padres and maybe the Braves who have a little bit of just, I would say, you know, a couple of things to bolster like the Yankees right now are a question mark. They have just with the free agencies out there, like a DJ LeMayhew is a question mark. And then they have like Tanaka and Paxton kind of loop. Like those are guys like they could bring back. They might not. There's just too many questions right now with the Yankees, which is kind of crazy to say that puts the White Sox as the American league favorite in terms of teams with, you know, maybe not, not many unanswered questions for the White Sox. You mentioned value. Literally before Hendricks yeah. signed with the White Sox, they were at 10 to one. It has not moved since they signed Liam Hendricks. I might want to jump in right now. 10 to one White Sox. Vinny, what do you think? Well, I think Guff was right on in terms of looking at the other teams around him, right? I mean, if you're going to take this list of odds and treat it like power rankings, I think that's a pretty fair spot to put the White Sox. I mean, I think you got some powerful teams there in the National League, the Dodgers, the Braves, um, and certainly with what the Padres have done to improve their pitching staff this offseason. Uh, but, I mean, after adding Liam Hendricks, I think the White Sox are, again, on paper – the best team in the American league. I think you look at that bullpen and it's fantastic. Lance Lynn, I think is a much bigger addition than a lot of folks who are still clamoring for Trevor Bauer might, uh, might think it is. And certainly going and getting Trevor Bauer would make them even better. But I think Lance Lynn deserves his due as being one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last couple of years. And now he's right in the middle of that white Sox rotation. And obviously that lineup was so good for the White Sox last year that offense was so good and all those young guys who are already here who are not necessarily offseason additions but have been part of this rebuilding plan for such a long time are still really young and still getting better uh, I think the White Sox are the team that all the rest of the American League needs to be afraid of right now so at 10 to 1 the White Sox have a 6.9 percent chance of winning it all get the Mets at 12 to 1 and if yeah, I know you don't like that, but if they if they sign George Springer, that's going down to what ten to one, nine to one. I hope so because maybe the white that that pushes the White Sox more into that eleven to twelve. Push the White Sox down. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a very public team right now. The Mets. After the World Series, the White Sox were fifteen to one. Uh, the Mets were thirty three to one after the World Series, and they're down to twelve. So. I don't know, 10 to one. That's, that's a good sweet spot. I would feel better at 15 to one for the white Sox, but now they've got Liam Hendricks and I listen, they're going to make more moves. They're going to probably yeah. get a starting pitcher. Maybe they're going to get a DH. Well, like, I, they're going to get a DH. They got to get somebody. Then I, I, I just can't see. We've had this conversation a million times about Andrew Vaughn starting the season as a DH. I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe, oh, let me ask you this guys, assuming they add a starting pitcher, assuming they add a DH, what will the White Sox odds to win the World Series be on opening day? It depends. Because that's bring up the Yankees again. If the Yankees don't get DJ LeMay, first of all, the Yankees are always going to be a very popular bet to win the World Series. Their odds are always going to be inflated. However, today you're just kind of assuming, well, LeMay, who will go back to the Yankees, the Yankees will figure it out and they'll sign a pitcher. Let's say for this podcast purposes, the White Sox continue to add. They add a DH, they add another back, back of the rotation guy. And the Yankees don't sign DJ LeMahieu and Tanaka walks. And they don't really do anything. Is there a chance the Whites, I don't know if the White Sox can jump the Yankees, 
The question is, can the White Sox close the gap in terms of betting value to the Yankees? Like, do the White Sox get to that 6-7-1 to one range where the Yankees right now are plus 550? Then, I mean, now you're right now we're already talking about are the White Sox the best team in the American League? Vinny wrote a piece two day, or yesterday, two days ago, about that exact topic, and you can argue right now that they are. So from a betting standpoint, why couldn't you argue that the White Sox today should be the favorite to win the World Series in the American League? Yeah, I mean, you look at it, it, this offseason has been so weird that I think it very much depends on what's still to come. Right. And I think part of the reason that the White Sox look so good, they deserve to look so good. Don't get me wrong. But part of the reason is because you look around at the rest of the American League and teams are either losing guys um, or haven't done anything yet. We talk about the Yankees there. We're waiting to see what happens with DJ LeMahieu, right? Well, the defending AL champs have lost two of their top three starting pitchers. They traded away their ace. Uh, you know, you've got the Astros who are going to be without Justin Verlander. They, they don't, they're not going to have Michael Brantley. They're not going to have George Springer. They lose their entire outfield to spring to uh, free agency. Uh, you know, the team we haven't brought up yet, Liam Hendricks, old team, the Oakland A's are probably a team that deserves to be talked about, uh, you know, along with these AL powers, but even teams that are trying to get better, trying to do what the White Sox are doing a team like the Blue Jays, you know, they're supposedly in on everybody. They're supposedly aggressive as anybody else. Well, they haven't signed anybody. Even if the Angels end up with Trevor Bauer, they still need four other starting pitchers. So you look around the American League, uh, and we still and we haven't talked about the the Central yet either. Indians losing Lindor and the Twins yet to yet to bring back Nelson Cruz. You look around the rest of the American League, the White Sox are going way way up. They're pointed in, the, in an upward direction where everybody else is either neutral or pointing down. All right, I want to get to the odds to win the pennant, odds to win the American League Central, and there was a. Recent development there in the literally in the last hour, right before we tape this. And I also want to get into what happened in 05 and what the odds were there. But let's get let's get to some dark horse bets, because you mentioned a few of these teams, Vinny. And which of these teams would you put money on? All right, got the Astros at 17 to 1. I don't know. A's 18 to 1. That's not bad. Nationals. 30 to one to win the world series. They've got my money, right? 30 to yeah, one. You got I'm Max Scherzer, Strasburg, yes. Soto, got Schwarber now. And you could argue. Yeah. And you could argue. I mean, like they're one of those teams that they never really got going in 2020. You know, we can like, there are teams that were definitely affected maybe more than others because of the pandemic. You know, they didn't have Juan Soto right out of the gate, but think about like, you just know that the Nationals should be good, and they're win like so much for their windows. They are always built to win. That pitching staff are is as good as any in in the game. Soto could be an MVP. Schwarber was a great signing. I mean, that team in like the NL East, the Braves. You would think that the Braves. Are, I mean, they are the favorite, but they can be had. Like they can be had by a team that has veteran leadership. And it, and it knows how to win a World Series. I, Thirty to one with those pitchers, Vinny, you on? Come on, let's get on. I mean that division, though, man. You you brought it up as maybe not being so high on the Braves. I mean, I think the Braves are really good. You look at the they Nationals; are. they're really good. The Mets are only going to get better. They got Francisco Lindor now. The Phillies, you know, who knows when that uh, beast is going to awaken from its disappointing stretch here the last two seasons and the Marlins made the playoffs last year so I mean we're talking about five teams that could 
realistically do something in terms of making the playoffs and, and sneaking their way uh, uh, deep into the playoffs. Marlins, 55 to 1. I'm out on the Marlins, but I'm buying the Phillies. So like, like, like you t- Phillies are 40 to 1. Here, We're not talking 40 to about 1 on like, the Phillies. Phillies are 40 to 1. Like, at some point, Vinny's right. Like, at some point, like, the stars do align unless they just went out and spent $600 million and it just never aligns with Zach Wheeler and uh, Bryce Harper and, and others. Like, the Phillies for 40, 30 and 40 to 1 on the net. Nationals and Phillies right now, Chuck. I'm dancing, and I'm. The more we talk about this, I, I, I would, I would say like if you're going to bet the White Sox, this might be the time to pounce. Now that you know that Hendricks is on board, the Sox odds aren't going to go any. They're not going to get worse right now, at least today, uh, leading up to opening day. They may actually trim down as we talked about while we wait for some of these other teams. And one more team, the Angels with Trout, Rendon, and Otani are 40 to 1. If Trevor Bauer, say, signs with them, well, you're nodding your head. No, they're guff. Well, anyway, I mean, there's still some talent there. They're 40 to 1. I mean, they're not 4 to 1, 40 to 1 right. with three of the best players in the game. So, another one to keep in mind. And can you argue that there's a definitive favorite in the AL West right now? I can argue that it's not the Angels. <laughs> The A's. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, that's why you're getting them for 40 to one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So the White Sox, as we said, are 10 to one right now to win the world series. Let's go back to April of 2005 before the regular season began. The Yankees were three to one to win the world series. The Red Sox with the White Sox facing the ALDS were five to one. The angels who they faced in the ALCS were seven to one. The White Sox started 2005 20 to 1 to win the World Series. The Astros were also 20 to 1, and they both met. So you never really know. There's always going to be the potential of a dark horse. But if you have to go, but if you go back to 2005, I guess it's not surprising because what was expected of the White Sox in 05 before the season? Nothing. Right, Guff? No. They were projected to finish third and fourth by many. Baseball prospectus had them at a 72 and 90 record. So I, I actually would argue that 20 to one might've been too high. When you look at, I mean, they, they were, they were being talked about as a team that people were going like, what are they doing? They're getting rid of mags and they're getting rid of Carlos Lee. And, and we're adding AJ Prasinski clubhouse cancer. Right. What's yeah, that all about? This, this team, this team's a mess. That and then the good. other part of it is this. So the White Sox win 99 games. They struggled a little bit down the stretch playoffs begin. They were 10 to one, 10 to one after a 99 win That's season. Insane. Woo, that's make some money there. Yeah. I had eight. I actually had a ticket on them at eight to one, which obviously cash, but I was, I didn't have as much money back then. So, you know, (laughs) none of us did. All right. So (laughs) what's that? What's that Vinny? Things have gone well for Guff in the last decade and a half. Yeah. That, that definitely sounded arrogant, but it was more, it was more than just my, my checks were spent at most local pubs. Yes. You drank your check. You drank your paycheck. Don't judge me, Chuck. This is about the White Sox. Yeah, I, I remember you in 05. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, now let's get to the pennant odds. And this is a little more revealing, and I love the division odds too, which will follow. Odds to win the American League pennant. 
by PointsBet Sportsbook. Yankee, here's the thing. The Yankees are still, they're two and a half to one. Like, should they really even be two and a half to one? I mean, why are we loving the Yankees? Is it really because there's so much money that gets bet on them, Guff, as opposed to are they really, should they be the American League favorite? Both. I think uh, it's more of the books protecting themselves from like just an obvious, like that's why the Cubs for so long, so many people would bet the Cubs every year that in case that what that did happen to be the year, they weren't going to get burned. They're just that that's what's that's the public team. And like last year, the White Sox were a very popular bet on team. I don't know if you know this, but like a few, a lot of, a lot of futures tickets were had on the White Sox. And it got to a point, I read a piece late in the season, how Vegas really loved the White Sox because of who they were and they were fun to watch. But once it got to the postseason, how they were kind of rooting hard against them because there were so much money out there, future bets on the White Sox. So that's kind of how the books balance themselves. The White Sox to win the American League pennant right now are a four to one, 15% chance. <laughs> so they're second. Keep this in mind, everybody. Two years ago, the White Sox were nowhere near this. And they're now four to one to win the American League pennant. That's amazing, Vinny. I mean, they they earned it last year, right? I mean, I think everybody on the south side is still kind of sting, stinging from the way the season ended, but that was a really, really good year for the White Sox in 2020. I mean, they showed what the, the team had long had faith in was going to be the end result of the rebuild. And obviously the end result of the rebuild is winning the World Series. They're not there yet. But so many of those guys really burst out in the last couple of years. And you're now talking about, arguably the most powerful lineup in the American league, you know, go bigger, bigger and better than the Bronx bombers. I mean, you're talking about a one, two, three of guys who finished in the top seven in the Cy Young vote. Now they got one of the best closers in baseball. This has been earned. And, and obviously it's all on paper. It's all expectations at the moment. Yes. No, this is reality. This is reality. Chuck's already played. He's already been through 2021. He's just, yeah. What what do you want to know? What do you want to know happens? (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm back. Stuff well, that we doesn't know the have Kool- to do with baseball, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Kool-Aid silver and black in the Garfield house, I can tell you that. <laughs> but but the point being that this is earned. The White Sox were good last year. They hey, hey, with a week and a half to go in the regular season, they had the best record in the American League. Let's remember that. Yeah, and I think Vinny, to your point, uh, you know, think about like it was a great season 2020 and they had a lot of great pieces, but the pieces that they didn't have in that A series and the reason that they didn't win that series and moved on into the AL playoffs, they've gone out and addressed in this offseason. And we've talked about the teams and the lack of additions by everybody in baseball. But the White Sox have been very calculated and smart, and they've added, like, I mean, Lance Lynn's a Cy Young-type candidate. And you won't, like we've talked about, you won't be questioning who's getting the ball in game three anymore. You won't be questioning, like, is Nomar Mazzara ever going to take off in right field? You won't be questioning, is by the way, Alamey strike? There's no, there's no more Mazzara. Who does he sign with? <laughs> I'm going to project the Marlins as we go, <laughs> as we pivot left here. It's got to be a minor league deal at this point, though. And I just we do a, uh, an emergency podcast when he signs with the team. It depends no, already, on what we, time of day. If I got to get out of bed did. for another we, emergency we, podcast, we Chuck. already did the Nomar Mazzara emergency podcast, and that. All right, sorry to interrupt you, Guff. You brought up Mazzara, and I just had to bring it up. So, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Can you? Continue? No, I'm just saying, like, there's no more questioning. Yeah. Like all the things you kind of questioning day to day for the White Sox, you don't question anymore. Like even the questions about Alex Calame, which there shouldn't have really been any. It was always about he's not overpowering. 
Well, that's no longer a question anymore. Like everything that they've done thus far has addressed the reasons that they lost game three to the Oakland A's. What this shows me is we here on the podcast and us in Chicago, we live in a White Sox cocoon and we have our thoughts and feelings about this team. We are dialed in every day, every hour sometimes with this team. What do people think outside of Chicago who are not White Sox fans? And these odds are reflecting what they believe in the Sox. And you could be critical of the team and of whether they should have hired AJ Hinch or Tony La Russa, the Adam Eaton signing, whatever. But outside of Chicago, when it comes to making odds and the chances of winning the pennant or winning the World Series, people are really, really high on the White Sox and their chances this year. So that should at least reveal something that something very positive is that the White Sox are trending in the right direction and something special could be on the way in 2021. I mean, from a national perspective, if you're looking at the White Sox, they have the American League MVP. We've, we've, we've talked at nauseam about the manager, but he's a Hall of Fame manager, okay? They have a, a what everyone thought and probably should have, not, not should have been, but in every other year probably wins the Rookie of the Year and Luis Robert. They have multiple guys that can hit 40-plus home runs. They have a batting champion in Tim Anderson who went almost wire-to-wire to, -wire to win another one. These guys, it's, they're not just, we talk about the cocoon we live in, but if you're standing on the outside at any coast or state in the America, in this United States of America, the White Sox are at the top of every rankings. If you look at it, like if you're looking at awards, the White Sox are there. You know, if you're looking at statistics, the White Sox are there. So if you're betting anywhere outside of Chicago, you're going, oh, okay, I didn't know the White Sox were this good, but all the, there's validation left to right up and down everywhere you look. My friends in other cities like L.A. or New York, Boston, I was always texting them and or if not texting them, certainly envying them and their teams. Now I'm getting those texts. You know, I'm getting those messages from friends outside of Chicago about the White Sox. I'm like, oh, feels good to be over here. And obviously from Cubs fans, I get the most from Cubs fans. I would love to Same. publish some of the Cubs fans texts that I get. Some of them are from members of the media, but I won't, <laughs> <laughs> but they're good. Also, oh, Vinny Duber texts you. <laughs> no, no, I haven't got any Vinny Duber texts. I'm talking about members of the media, not Cub fan, not, not the Cub fan part, not the Cub fan part. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the AL central. So literally a, uh, an hour ago, before we taped this, the white Sox and the twins were neck and neck. They were tied at plus 110 to win the division. Well, PointsBet Sportsbook made a change. It's now White Sox 110. The Twins drop a bit to plus 140. So the White Sox are a little over even money to win the division, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me too. And Until, until the Twins, at the very least, bring back Nelson Cruz. Uh, but, I mean, I as – as you well know, as listeners well know, I've been questioning the Twins pitching for a while now. And while they had a guy who had a tremendous season last year in Kenta Maeda, Jose Barrios is always good. I don't know how much deeper it goes than that. And certainly um, we saw last year that they, even with most of the same hitters, they were not the same lineup that they were when they hit every home run that's ever been hit, you know, in 2019. So if Nelson Cruz ends up on a different team, 
that Twins lineup looks a lot different and uh, certainly is not nearly as frightening as it was just a couple of years ago. Two things. You can't be the second favorite in the American League and then not be the favorite to win the division. Like that, that, that wouldn't, like those numbers wouldn't have made sense to me had the White Sox not been the favorite or even a co-favorite, I guess, to win the American League Central. So like plus, like the plus 110 makes sense. And then did you guys see the tweet as we tape this right now, did you see the tweet last night by our friend, the, the, the reporter? Hector the Gomez. Republic, Hector Gomez, kind of stirring the pot and showing video of, of our, uh, Nelson Cruz hitting off of a tee with a tweet that said, the White Sox can keep getting even better. Don't do this to me, Hector. <laughs> Don't do this. Because if, that, if, if, if that's a hint, Chuck, let's just take a collection right now and go throw it all on the White Sox. I will take my entire weekly salary and put it on the White Sox. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> my sure. wife just overheard me say that. Are. She goes, you would not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vinny. I almost had a domestic problem here. <laughs> they got all my money in Seaside, Florida. I'm putting all my money on Nelson Cruz. All my money on Nelson Cruz. Oh, baby. No. I don't well, let's I, make this happen. Well, I, okay. Here, here's something I want to talk about. And I was actually going to maybe do a podcast on this before we bring, I'll bring it up to you on this podcast. And then we can decide if we want to do a whole other podcast on this, who would be better for the white Sox, Michael Brantley or Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Okay. Nelson Cruz. Okay. All right. I have thoughts on this. I'm going to save them for maybe another okay. podcast. Even though I love, love Nelson Cruz. And if he signed with the White Sox, I mean, actually, you know, come to think of it, if Nelson Cruz signed with the White Sox, it's a, it's a win-win because you are adding the White, to the White Sox and you're subtracting but the, from the Twins. But then the Twins can go out and sign Michael Brantley. All right, my, 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 the White Sox have Nelson Cruz. <laughs> right. The wheels are spinning in my head right now. I mean, Michael kept it very simple. <laughs> the thing with Michael Brantley Nelson is he Cruz gives Nelson Cruz hits a lot of home, home runs and he hits them a very long way. Right. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. And Michael Brantley that you absolutely need. Michael Brantley is a left-handed hitter who hits righties and lefties and I don't know. Hits for average. But obviously Nelson Cruz what, what am I saying? Give me, give me Nelson. Yeah, you're out of here. I want to look at Nelson Cruz. Go look at Nelson Cruz's numbers at guaranteed rate field the last uh, two years. Well, that's because, the other part uh, of this. They are, they are to say. outpouring. Nelson Cruz. You say that I'm actually doing. The White Sox have inflated Nelson Cruz's numbers. So that's part well, of. So wait a minute. Oh, I mean, they, they've inflated him, but come on, like, let's be real here. The guy's. Uh, so well, I'm like not saying the White Sox. I'm not saying he's not amazing. He is amazing, but is he as amazing as we think? And would Michael Brantley be the better fit? That's what I'm asking. Look, let's just be real here. Either one of those guys yes. is going to look would look nice in the middle of that lineup and would push the White Sox odds to win the pennant and the World Series to even closer to being the favorite. Don't get me wrong. If Nelson Cruz signs with the White Sox, I might do something stupid. 
I, we already, we already, were, you've already said that. <laughs> that. That was my point. Yeah, I'm not going to put, you know, my paycheck on the on the, the White Sox, but I would just, there might be something a little more than an emergency Nelson Cruz podcast. That's all I'm saying. Vinny, I don't, I don't know if we should open that door or just kind of leave it for the closet. Chuck, just please, just please, if you're, if you're going streaking, just please wear your mask. That's all I ask. <laughs> I love it. That I would ask you to wear two masks, but uh, you know, yeah. one's yeah. enough, I guess. Yeah, if I'm going streaking, I, I, well, first off, let's just not even go there. Maybe, we'll, maybe when we ask fans, we should ask White Sox fans, what would you do if Nelson Cruz signed with the White Sox? What would you do? I'm sure you're thinking about it right now. Hmm. I would definitely expect that we'd all be getting robes. <laughs> White Sox, Nelson Cruz robes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to think about that, Chuck, to ponder as, 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 as we uh, live that dream of Nelson maybe, Cruz. Maybe we Sox. shouldn't get people's hopes up because I think he's probably going to end up back with the Twins. But you're going, going mean, back to what you said, Guff. You think that, that Hector Gomez uh, tweet – you think there's some truth to that? Uh, what What are you doing? That like, what's the point of him doing that without? Stir- like, I'm sure he meant nothing by it, but I have not had Nelson Cruz on the White Sox radar at all because I'm just trying to be realistic. But then you see a tweet like that from a guy who, you know, is in the know down there, and you're like, huh? Like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, you're right. They can keep getting better, and that's the perfect guy. You could, like, it's I don't know. I don't know what to read into anymore, Chuck. If I am in the White Sox front office, I am totally calling Nelson Cruz's agent and trying to bring him to the White Sox, period. That's what I'm doing. It makes too much sense, especially since it is the middle of January and he has not signed with the Twins yet. Just fun, fun thing to remember about Nelson Cruz. It's not fun. It's just a thing to remember about Nelson Cruz. Obviously, everybody who is a free agent DH is out there waiting to see whether the DH is going to be used in the national league next year. And that could expand their market greatly. Second thing, Nelson Cruz is reportedly wants a two-year deal. Again, I'm sure most White Sox fans, including the two of you would not care about that, but it is just something to keep in mind. Okay. My take is just on everything to wrap this, this point up is that it's very clear that the White Sox are all in and I just feel like at this point you've kind of told everybody in the organization on the team and throughout baseball, like we're leaving no stone unturned and that's a position that is a need. He's the best person right now to fill that void. So check in with Nelson Cruz and Michael Brantley. And if it fits, get him here. Like case closed. You're in the, you're in it to win it. And whether it's one or two years, Vinny, you know, they got creative. They got very creative on the, on the buyout structure, if they need to exercise that with Liam Hendricks, you know, creativity is a beautiful thing sometimes. So what would that mean for Andrew Vaughn if they sign one of these guys? He's just got to wait. Got to wait. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. That's what you call depth. And, and to be fair, the guy has played what 50 something minor league games. I mean, it's, it's not like keeping him in the minor leagues is like the worst thing in the world. No, no. More of my thing is, is if it's a two-year deal, say, for Nelson Cruz. So now you're talking Andrew Vaughn essentially doesn't have a position for two years at the major league level. 
So, uh, you know, I, that's one of those things that, it, it, what, a, what a great place to be, you know, figure it out when you need to figure it out. I, I've said my piece on Andrew Vaughn. I like the kid and the player. I just personally, I think it might be unrealistic and unfair to put those kind of expectations on a, on a player that has world series expectations and has never played in double a. That's just my take. All right. One last thing about the AL central literally an hour ago, the Detroit Tigers had been a hundred to one to win the American league central. We're thinking a hundred to one, they're a hundred to one and the Royals are 40, like, which made no sense. Now the Tigers winning the division, that makes no sense either. But they're at 100 to 1. Now you put $10 on that and they win the division. You win $1,000. There's the right math. But now they're 35 to 1. Someone maybe fell asleep at the wheel at PointsBet Sportsbook and was like, wait, 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 what? They were 100 to 1. We got to drop them. So in an hour, it went from 100 to 35 to 1 with the Tigers to win the division. So you missed the boat, everybody. Yeah, I missed. I, now I'm not touching it, but 100 to 1 to win the division is a little was weird. Because that's about what they are to win the entire thing, if I'm not mistaken. They're 100 to one to win the World Series. Yeah, so 100 to one to win the division. That 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 would be math that didn't make sense. So 35 to one though, uh, Vinny, I got 10 bucks going elsewhere, don't you? You mean to tell me you're not going to spend that hard-earned money on the Detroit Tigers to win the AL Central? I'm shocked, Guff. I'm shocked. I will spend it having a cocktail with you sometime in 2021 watching the Detroit Tigers play in the American League Central, but I won't bet my $10 on them to win it. That sounds about right. I mean, there are bets to make, and then there are the value bets. Like, we go by value. Like, do I think the Detroit Tigers will win the division? Hell no. 100 to 1? Okay. <laughs> There's a chance. Yeah. There's a small chance, but you know, I, whatever. I just found it interesting that they dropped from hundred to 35 in like an hour. So interesting. Um, I think we're going to wrap things up. So white Sox 10 to one. I, I think some fans out there listen to, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if you're a gambler or what your situation is, but I just find it interesting that, you know, this is a White Sox team that has uh, made some big moves on paper and they are making big moves in the betting community. And people are going to be heavily invested, I think, in the White Sox emotionally and financially in 2021. Chuck, I, I'm gonna, I, I might get in trouble for saying this, but, uh, you know, let's, let's plan the party. And, you know, let's, let, let's, let's get a pool of, of investors here. <laughs> I can be the chairman in this case. And uh, yeah, self, self, <laughs> self-anointed, <laughs> self-anointed chairman. Uh, let's throw it all on black here, right? Like let's, let's go just take a, a points bet sports book odyssey and throw it all on the White Sox to win the World Series at 10 to 1. And then we'll cash in the chips for one hell of a White Sox talk podcast everything go anything goes if the white Sox win it because we're going to just spend it all and you know what this could be our next live remote podcast live remote podcast is for all those people who invested in this bet (laughs) at the start you automatically get you and a vip guest Vinny is questioning whether or not he wants to be in attendance but I'll be in attendance. I'll be the VIP guest. How about that? He just won't make the bet. Yeah. He won't make the bet. You won't, he won't make the bet. Yeah. So Vinny, Vinny won't have the bracelet on that says all you can drink. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. 
It would be one heck of a party and a heck of a way to uh, close out a World Series title with a live remote podcast with the the, the funds <laughs> we uh, we collected putting money on the White Sox back in January of twenty twenty one. Let's talk about it, folks. Let, I, I like it. I think we get. I think it's a lock that we will, if the White Sox win the World Series, we will do a live remote podcast. We get at oh least right now, etched in stone. Yes, it'll be like Mardi Gras on 35th Street. I was going to say, I, mean, I think that live remote podcast will come moments after the final out, probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stay on. We will just go until we can't go anymore. So we'll just like, have the party. It may not even be a podcast. Watching the well, sun come up over Bridgeport. Yeah, we'll put it on a Twitch channel and just see who can last the longest. <laughs> Well, let's do this. We're going to, well, we have to talk a little bit about this and make some kind of plan. And then in July, I'd say, let's reconvene about, reconvene and do a podcast about the odds and where things are at in July and compare those odds to today and see where things stand and fine. Where we're you, at, go to the you can be line. the chair. I'll be the chairman of the White Sox at ten to one. You can be the chairman of the White Sox at two and a half to one, and we'll go from there. Well, you're July. saying they're going to be a two and a half to one in July? They could be. They could. Be. I mean, yeah, if, this, could. If, this, if if we're halfway through the season and the White Sox are have a record like they did in 2005, which was like 27 or 28 over at the All Star break, it's not inconceivable. Well, here's what I like about this White Sox team right now. A couple, a few things can go wrong with this team. Injuries, bad season, and they can still, by a a player or two, and they can still have a great year. Like, look at Yoan Mankata. He had a terrible year. The team made the playoffs. He almost won the division with Yoan Mankata having a bad year. So, all right. The wheels are in motion. The ten dollars are coming out of my pocket. I'm putting ten bucks on the White Sox to win the World Series. That's a hell of a lot different than that first week of salary. I can tell you that. <laughs> the things I will say. The things I will say on TV and on a podcast. Uh, you just got nervous because your wife started getting a little shaken in the other room. You were like, "Wait, she, 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 he said what?" And now you're like, "Okay." <laughs> for all that know me, I would never ever do that. But it made for, it made for some. It made for a great line on a podcast. <laughs> All right. That is a wrap for this edition of the White Sox Talk podcast brought to you by Wintrust, your home for White Sox checking with free ATMs nationwide. Go to their special White Sox webpage. It's www.wintrust.com slash socks. My thanks to Ram Guffey, Vinny Duber, and all of you for listening. Hawk Harrelson, take it away. Thanks, our Chuck. And this edition of the White Sox Talk podcast is over.